welcome back to Escaping Your Zone podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and we are here with another exciting episode. So who I have today, I have Owen Long, who is the president and CEO of Certified. Hey, Owen, how are you? Hey, Ashley, I'm good. How about you? Not too bad. Thanks um, for having so, me on tonight. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm excited for this conversation. Absolutely. Um, so can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure, yeah. Um, so my name's Owen. Um, like Ashley said, for a career, I'm the president and CEO of Certified LLC. That's certified with an S. Um, and uh, just kind of about me, I guess, since that's only a part of what I do. Um, outside of work, I am a volunteer EMT. Um, and I, I run with Ken Island Volunteer Fire Department. So uh, I like to brag that I, I live on an island, although it's, it's not as glorious as, as you may think. Uh, <laughs> I live on, in Ken Island, Maryland. Um, love the water. So the fact that I'm surrounded by it here living on an island is huge. Love to paddleboard, love to kayak, love to boat, love to um, swim. Growing up, I was always a swimmer. Uh, went to college, swam for a little bit in college and ended up not, not doing a whole four years, but did kind of shifted gears to start certified and um, went to McDaniel College, uh, moved to a Berlin, Maryland, just outside of Ocean City for a while, where I was and still am um, an avid beach lifeguard for Assateague State Park. Um, so at the, at the root of it, just about everything I've done, uh, I guess you could say that it's always been around the water. <laughs> and yeah. I feel like that's, that definitely defines part of who I am. <laughs> so basically, he, he does it all. Anything, anything, anything with water, he does it all. <laughs> I, I do love the water. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, like I said, like, I'm super excited. So what I kind of like to do first is just do some fun, goofy questions um, to even dig a little deeper to get to know you. So um, the first question is, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Oh my, any superpower. Hmm. To be honest, I think it would be to be able to breathe underwater. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I, I mean, I spend so much time like having to hold my breath. It would just be easier if I could just breathe normally. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. Um, <laughs> you kind of touched base with this in your introduction, but out of all the hobbies that you do, what is your favorite? Oh my, all of my hobbies that I do, what is my favorite? I feel like this is like a security question for one of my bank accounts or something. It, it is, so we'll be tapping into that next. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Um, I would say I, I love paddleboarding um, in the summer. So, so I also, um, I'm very restricted into what type of workouts that I can do. A lot of them have to be low resistance. Um, and low impact. So swimming has always been a, a go-to, but usually when the, about the time the weather turns nice, um, I am just itching to kind of get out of the pool and get outside. And one of my favorite things to do is, is get on the water and just paddleboard, I, you know, put my, my earphones in and, and just go for several miles. And, and that's something that I, I very much look forward to it. And I, I'd honestly consider my most relaxing and probably favorite hobby. And, and you definitely paddleboard even when it's windy, even when it's like super cold. I know you're out there and like your sweats, yeah. like. Yeah, I do. I pushed it. Like it, it, some years I've made it into December, but this year I'm, it got cold pretty quick in November. So I think 
just before Thanksgiving was my last paddle this year. So it's been a little bit, but once I get a, a, a nice day where it's, it's doable to get out in March, I'll be out there. Hey, well, you know, I can join you in the kayak. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you might, yeah, you might right. just need to paddle a little slower for me. <laughs> behind. Um, so what would you say your favorite quote would be? That's a good one. And I know it because I keep it hanging above my desk. Um, my grandfather gave it to me when I actually first took my first leadership role in high school. It was in like student government. Um, and it's it has stuck with me ever since. And it, it's people don't care how much you know unless they know how much you care. And I think that's a very basic leadership principle of you've got to know your people to be able to show them what you know and ultimately guide them in the way that you want them to be. But until you establish that personal connection, there's not much you can do. Um, and I, I've used that at the root of a lot of my personal relationships, at a lot of my professional relationships in managing people um, and establishing relationships within my business. Um, and it, it hangs right above my desk daily. So that, that was an easy question for me. Yeah, no, that definitely, now that like that, I know that's your favorite quote. I feel like that definitely like describes just who you are as a person because <laughs> like just <clears throat> knowing you personally like and in your work and how passionate you are and how you go 100% with everything you, you do, it, it definitely makes sense why that's your favorite. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that you can, you can recognize that. And it wasn't yeah, just, of course. Yeah, every, yeah. every day. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so now after you pass the uh, round of questions, we're going to get and we have all your um, information for your random questions for your all your accounts. Um, sure. We're going to go into more of the deeper questions. So, you know, ex escaping your zone is basically how, you know, you grow yourself every day and kind of things that you have accomplished along the way. And, you know, I think you're a perfect person to show those accomplishments, but um, how, you know, with growth and there's always fear and, and facing fear, how do you think that um, you face fear every day with it, whether it's taking some kind of business risk, whether it's taking some kind of personal risk, like what, what tactics do you use when you face fear? Yeah, um, that's, that's a really good question, Ashley. Um, and I would argue that being a business owner in itself, and I don't mean to harp on that by any means, but every day is a little bit fearful. Um, mm -hmm. And I'll tell you why. I, I mean, not just for me, my income rests on it, but the livelihoods and income and daily living of others also rests in my hands. Um, and like I told you, I, I make a very personal connection with the people I work with. So it's not just these people that are working for me or with me or whatever. These are people that I, I genuinely care about. So one of my fears every day is, is making sure I'm working at my fullest capability to be able to support not only myself, but the people that, that have put their trust in working for me. Um, and so that's a fear of mine, right? Obviously, I have a lot of other fears in life and, yeah. and things that I have, have rooted to, to overcome. And, and I, I face anxiety daily. I'm, I'm a generalized anxiety diagnosis, right? It's not something that I, I hide or, or um, pretend to be bigger than. But that, that is a fear in itself as well. And I think the tactics across all of those are, are very similar. Um, and I, I would say that 
one of my biggest tactics is, is, you know, confidence, right? If I'm confident that I can do it, I'm much more likely. And I've, I've even seen you talk about this in some of your stuff. If I'm confident that I can do it, I'm much more likely to be able to. Um, and, and I, I use confidence as a kind of multifaceted term, right? Confidence in myself that I'm going to be able to do it. Confidence in the people that I'm working with. Confidence on the, in the support system in my life that is all going to support this overall mission. And the mission ultimately averses the fear. So it's, it's you know, if, if they have confidence in it, I have confidence in it. I have confidence in them. I have confidence in them having confidence, right? There's a, there's yeah. a whole different conversation to be had. Um, and I think that, that that definitely helps me eliminate that fear is, yeah, acknowledging that it's there for sure, but then also having confidence in those who surround me and myself to be able to combat that fear and know that, that what we're building or, or what we're doing or, or whatever action it is that is going on is, is not worth being fearful of because we're so confident in how we're, we're working to combat that, if that makes sense. No, that definitely does. And I think, you know, you touched on some really good points with this because I think a lot of people, whatever aspect it is, whether it's business, whether it's fitness, whether it's, you know, starting something new, just in general, people lack the confidence in themselves. So they're not, so the fear is, is bigger than the confidence and you kind of attack it differently. Like the confidence is bigger than the fear. So you just go full full throttle with that. And I think, I think that's a really good thing for, you know, listeners to hear, because just like, I feel like when you, when you hear it, it's like a muscle memory. If you're, you know, you want to shoot a basketball shot, like if you keep practicing, keep practicing, keep practicing. It's the same with confidence. Like you just keep practicing confidence, like keep telling yourself every day, like I can do this, I can do this. And eventually you'll believe in yourself that you can do it. And then you can get others around. Um, you can do it as well. Um, real quick, uh, real quick, I don't think we said, do you want to tell a little bit about what certified is? I, I know we talked about it, but I don't think we like exactly went into what it was. Sure. I can do that. Um, certified again with an S and I'll explain that first. Yeah. <laughs> when we first started certified, we wanted to keep with a consistent theme. So it's stay safe, stay smart, stay certified. So we just put the S instead of the C. Just throwing that out there. Um, and uh, it is an American Red Cross training company. So what we do is, is we train, we partner with different colleges, universities, YMCA's, Y's, um, community colleges, municipal governments, et cetera, state governments um, to offer American Red Cross training. So CPR, first aid, AED, oxygen, basic life support, advanced life support, lifeguarding, instructor classes for all of those disciplines. Um, and we do so in, in, what I believe to be a quality way, my, my goal was in starting the company was to find a very, or ground a, a company in high quality training that does not compromise the standards of the American Red Cross. Um, so in kind of a nutshell, I, I guess a training company, um, but a training company very specifically that is grounded in, in um, and that's kind of kind of what we stick to and that's the, the nutshell of what certified is. <laughs> And he is definitely good at what what you do. You're just, you know, certified <laughs> an amazing you. company. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, Ash. Yeah. Um, so 
you know, my next question for you is how do you define escaping your comfort zone? Like, you know, I, I feel like that looks different in so many ways to so many people. Like what, what do you think that looks like in your eyes? Oh, that's a good question. So you said about how, how do I feel like how to escaping my comfort zone or what is my comfort zone or what? Yeah. Yeah. So like, how, like, how do you see yourself escaping your comfort zone? Like, I guess like, what, what do you do? What does that look like? Like how, how do you kind of escape your, your comfort zone to, to grow every day um, within yourself? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I, um, I have, in my life that I feel, and you being one of them, Ashley, um, that, uh-huh. that have pushed me to get outside of my comfort zone. Um, another one I, I know that we're very mutual friends with is, is Jill Black. Yeah. Um, she pushes me constantly to, to get outside of my comfort zone. I have, I have friends that you know live by me. I have people at the firehouse. I have um, colleagues that, that really, I guess, see that I'm comfortable, right? I, I don't know if that's something you can see, but they see that I'm comfortable where I am or maybe uncomfortable in where I am and push me to the next level to either be comfortably uncomfortable or just comfortable. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I guess what I, I, there's a couple examples that I'm, I'm referencing. Um, one of them, I guess, recently is, is I had just ended up coming out um, to my friends and family as gay, maybe family six months friends just over two or three years um and and that was not an easy experience by any means uh and definitely forced me to be uncomfortable um but i would say that that was an experience that that was life-changing and the fact that I, i didn't need to be comfortable anymore because i was comfortable with something that required being uncomfortable to be using that word a lot Um, but I I was uncomfortable in becoming myself and then achieved comfort but then when you achieve comfort you should be looking for the next thing to become comfortable in so you know I was comfortable with telling my friends about all of this well uncomfortable at first and then became comfortable and then you know went to colleagues and, and became comfortable with that and then needed to be uncomfortable again and then family and became uncomfortable and then comfortable again Right. So, so I would say that that is one example in my life where just the constant uncomfortable, comfortable, uncomfortable, comfortable, and pushing myself to be better. Um, but also in my daily work, right. I, I never will forget. Um, it's kind of a, a minor example, but we were teaching at some over and over again. Um, and one of my colleagues, Dallas came to me and he was like, Oh, and like, get back on your grind. We've got to get, we've got to get more contracts. We've got to get more places. We've got to, I want to expand to here. And it was, <laughs> it was uncomfortable to hear that from somebody that, you know, I thought I was really being an example of, of foreseeability and progressiveness for um, telling me that, no, you're, you're settling right now. You're comfortable. You've got to be <laughs> uncomfortable. So I think it takes other people to, to make me realize the situation and then push me outside of that comfort to establish a new level of uncomfortability and then ultimately establishing a new baseline for comfort. Yeah. I think with all that comfort talk, um, I, you know, it's definitely, you said it a hundred percent. Like I think 
sometimes we become uncomfortable in a situation and then like we conquer that situation we get that accomplishment but then like we're we're like okay we're good no we have to we keep in order to grow yourself like you should always be uncomfortable with some kind of situation um because that that's what makes you always learning and i think uh i talked about it one of my other episodes as well is that community is also there to help push you to be uncomfortable so like what dallas did is like no man like we we can't settle we got to keep going like so sometimes we just need that person or need that community to kind of like say like hey you're looking pretty comfortable right now like we need to stop that and and we need to start growing growing some more for sure for sure that that's exactly what it is and growth's another good word there I think I was so I was looking at the word comfortable in, in escape your comfort zone here, and I, I uh, it took a minute for me to think of another word, but growth is definitely another one. No, I think uh, the tongue twister with comfort was was perfect. It was it was perfectly said. <laughs> okay, good. How many how many times can you use the word comfortable on? Oh, I, it, I mean, if they wanted to count, I'm sure they'd run out of fingers and toes pretty quickly. <laughs> <So. laughs> no, but I, you know, I think you you definitely touch base, and and it's also going with. You know, is a lot with with goal setting. So kind of how you touch base on your coming out experience where, okay, you you talk to your friend. So that that was goal. Well, I guess goal one was being comfortable with yourself. And then goal two is like talking to your friends. Then goal three was talking to your family. So I think like that as well, I think goal setting has has a big um aspect to play in that different different atmosphere so you can then hit your large goal and just be comfortable you know with who you are wherever it is whatever area of your life whether it's like with your friends family your business like anything along those lines so I you you definitely um touch base on that really well yeah and and you I mean you also understand the coming out process that is like that is uncomfortable situation after uncomfortable situation um and I never thought it would get easier I never thought I would achieve comfort in that but I will tell you several years later and everybody's process and duration is is so much different um but several years later for me I I will honestly I can honestly say that all of those uncomfortable experiences and situations and discussions allowed me to be comfortable with who I am which has allowed me to grow immensely as a person and as a professional and as a uh, just as a thinker too I I feel like it's it's allowed me to become such a uh, more clear give me such a more clear view on my life and 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 the world around me to be completely honest with you yeah and I you know I think we even talked about this a few months ago where it's more so like you know your coming out journey and my coming out journey, like everybody has a different timeline. Everybody has a different journey, but we have to remember that like, it is our journey. So whatever it looks like to to you, like you, you learn so much about yourself because like you're afraid to tell this one person or you're uncomfortable, I should say, to tell this one person. It's like, well, why do you think they're going to judge you? Like, and then that kind of grows you as a person. Well, I don't really care because I want to be happy and you know and and that I, I think coming out is like a huge um uncomfortable situation you know and because I feel like sometimes we we have to always just keep coming out because right now it's not the I guess quote 
form per se, but I like to reference the um, Love Simon movie where it's like I just assume everybody's gay until they come out straight to me. I remember you told me that one time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So with all of your, you know, accomplishments and everything you've done in the past, what would you say your biggest accomplishment would be? whether it's, you know, with your business, whether it's coming out, like what do you, in your eyes, what do you think that your biggest accomplishment is to you? Hmm. Or you could have two. I'll give you two. Two? Okay. So I'd say... My definitely, and I know we talked about this in a lot in the last question a lot, so I won't harp on it. My my biggest accomplishments thus far have been coming out. Um, I never thought I would do it. I never thought I'd be genuinely comfortable. I'm, I'm in a very happy relationship now, and I, I never thought I would achieve that. So that is that in itself is a huge accomplishment. Um, my second accomplishment. Oh my. I, I guess given the fact that I, I uh, have a company called Certified, I, I would say that achieving my certifications <laughs> is always an accomplishment. I love getting a new certification and whatever <laughs> it is. So anytime I achieve a certification, I like that's like a huge accomplishment for me. Um, most recently, I, I became an advanced cardiac life support instructor trainer um, and a pediatric advanced life support instructor trainer. Um, and I, I don't come from a highly medical background by any means. Like, like I said, I'm a volunteer EMT, but but not qualified by any means to to, uh, to show up and teach one of the classes that I was in, I became an instructor for. So I, I worked very hard with my, my colleague Dawn um, to kind of familiarize ourselves and understand the material to become certified in advanced cardiac life support and then how to become an instructor in it and teach it. So I had to understand the material well enough to be able to teach it. And then ultimately had to have a good enough understanding of the material to teach other people to teach it. So an instructor trainer. So that, that was a good accomplishment, but that, that's kind of representative of all of my certification experiences. I, I like to do it and do it right. And anytime I can finish that process and, and check the box on another card, uh, certification card, I'm, I'm, I'm always very, feel very accomplished. Yeah, there's probably no more wall space in your office with all your cert- <laughs> with all your certifications. I know, like every time I feel like I talk to you, it's like, oh, I have I have a class that day. I have to go get trained somewhere. <laughs> Teach a lot of classes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let me ask you this: since you're talking about like you know your accomplishments and certifications, what is your favorite class to teach? Hmm. My favorite class to teach. I, I mean, I love all of them, <laughs> um, but my favorite is probably, I like teaching um, lifeguarding instructor a lot. I like taking people who have, have come from a background of uh, lifeguarding, different backgrounds of lifeguarding, have had different lifeguarding instructors, and then ultimately showing them this curriculum that they have to follow and helping them navigate a Red Cross manual and, and introduce them to the world of, of standardized instruction for the first time. I, I love doing that. 
So by the, from the start of Friday night through the end of, of Sunday night, when they finish the class, you see so much growth. And, and I, I love teaching that class. So I would, I'm going to go teaching lifeguarding instructing. Um, you know, that's, that's interesting use, not the whole lifeguarding instructing thing, but you, yeah. you kind of um, made a good point where, you know, you take somebody who is so passionate about something and you kind of, you, you teach them essentially how to teach somebody else. So essentially what you're doing is you're helping people grow and you're helping people kind of get uncomfortable. Cause I know, um, like for myself, like, you know, I, I'm an LGI. So it's just like, I've had people where I'm super comfortable with talking in front of a crowd and talking to people. There's so many people that aren't comfortable with that. So I feel like you do a really good job yourself of helping others grow and, you know, escape their own comfort zone where it's like, cause you have to give them a certain section and they're, if they're not comfortable with this section, like, Oh, you know what? You're teaching this section because you really, you really bring out their growth and you really bring out um, where they think their weaknesses and show them like, Hey, this isn't your weakness. Like you just need to be kind of what you, talked about in the beginning like you just need to be confident in yourself because you can do this like you were in this class for a reason so basically it just all ties into one of what you do yeah I guess so and it's <laughs> funny that you say that I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot for a minute because I, I actually remember uh the first time that I had you as a student um <laughs> and I did I, I remember assigning you multiple rescue response scenario three final skills scenario two and you were like oh no and I was like yep that's the hardest one um, and I, I could tell for a few minutes you were uncomfortable, but, but once you, you really, we, we worked together. I remember at the Y in Pasadena going through the book. Um, and, and once you, you gain that confidence in, in your understanding of the material, your skills and your presentation, you, you were also a, a prime example of, of, uh, mini growth, right. From, from just that one teaching assignment to growing into something way more comfortable and confident. So that was, I, I distinctly remember that. And I know we've talked about that before because I was like I have no idea what I'm doing and he just gave <laughs> he just gave me this thing that I'm like the hardest one absolutely right I'm like okay that that's fine like <laughs> <laughs> okay so now kind of flipping gears from your biggest ac accomplishment do you have a a biggest uh regret or anything that you can think of hmm Um, oh my. <laughs> I'd say my biggest regret was, or is, um, probably just assuming, my biggest regret was probably um, assuming how people were going to respond to me coming out. Um, I, I really just thought it was going to be this huge deal and this, everyone was going to have this perception of me that was going to be ultimately changed and, and different. And, and it just really wasn't. And people really didn't care. And it was not this huge ordeal. And I feel like I lived so much of my life in fear of that and, and anticipating that anxiety that I just didn't do it. So I guess my regret was, would, would be, you know, assuming what other people thought of me and what would think of me and then ultimately just 
withholding who I am because of it. Yeah. And that, you know, I think that is a lot of people's regret in their coming out journey. Like they, you know, I've talked to numerous people where they, they, they say, I, I think I should have came out sooner or, you know, I, I've wanted to, but I, I just was afraid of what people would think of me. Like this is, you know, and it's still everyday fears for people. Um, but, you know, it's, it's glad that you know, it, it could be the timing too. Like maybe you came out, even though you might regret coming out a little bit later, like it could have been the perfect timing because if you would have came out sooner and you weren't a hundred percent comfortable with yourself, then it could have been a different scenario. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't regret anything that's gotten to me where, to where I am now because I'm, I'm truly happy and comfortably uncomfortable. Is that right? Is that, the, yeah, is that what I we think, said earlier? <laughs> I think put uh, another uh, comfortable in there. Yeah. Let's keep a tally mark <laughs> up on the screen, right? Ding. Um, but I think that's gotten to me, gotten me to where I am now. Like I said, I'm in, a, in a very happy relationship, I'm, I'm, you know, just bought a house recently. I, I love my job. I love the people I work with. I, I love teaching these classes. I'm, I'm, I, I'm very happy with everything and I have no regrets in, in that sense. Um, but I, I, if I had to pick one, it would just been, I guess, assuming what people were, how people were going to react. No, I definitely have been in that same boat as well, but you know, just sometimes you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and then being comfortable. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what is something that you want to accomplish in the next six months? Next six months. It could be anything. It could be business wise, personal wise. Hmm. It's 2022 now. Have to have. Yeah, new year, new me, right? I guess I should have thought of this. (laughs) I guess I should have thought about what I wanted to accomplish this year. Uh, I I mean, is it too generic to say like, I want to get another certification? (laughs) No, I I don't know. I I think that actually might be something that I want to accomplish in the next six months is I'd like to start paramedic school. Um, It's, it's kind of the top of the certification pyramid, if you will, uh, in regard to kind of my field. And I don't really like settling for anything less than, than the top. So um, I think in the next six months, I'd, I'd like to enroll and, and start paramedic school in some capacity um, to ultimately just kind of have another depth of knowledge into, into what we're teaching at the most basic levels with with certified, but kind of gaining a larger understanding. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's definitely a good goal to have. How um, how long is it? Uh, so the program that I've been looking at, is, I think, about 17 months. Okay. Um, so 17 months and it's pretty intense from what I hear with in regard to clinical hours and curriculum content, but I love to learn. I love to be challenged. And, and I think that, that I'm, I'm ready to take that on. I've, I've said it for years, but now I just got to do it. <laughs> just make some more wall space for a certification. <laughs> yeah, I'll just knock out the whole wall. How's that? <laughs> hey, that's fine. I mean, you just got a house. So you can <laughs> yeah, right. we'll, just, we'll run out of the place. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to kind of wrap this conversation up, if somebody would like to follow you to see all the awesome stuff you're doing, where is the best place to do so? In regard to like social media? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so definitely on Instagram. I 
to be honest with you, I have to look up what my Instagram even is. Uh, I, I can I can look it up. Okay, I, I'll put it in the. Along, I can. You got it. I got it here. I just looked put it, it in the. Um, I'll put it in the show notes. Okay, it's uh, at Olong seventeen twenty two uh, for my Instagram, and then um, certified obviously too at Certified LLC. We we always like to see a few new followers on there. And I'm sure my, my social media gurus would, would be all about that. So yeah, yeah. For that plug in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just to wrap things up, I like to wrap up with a statement because I'm a huge believer of, um, you know, you know, we, we say this all the time. So a huge believer kind of of a, the sandwich model. So like if you, you're talking to somebody and you want to give them feedback, you want to say something positive, give them the feedback and then something positive because the last thing somebody hears is really what's going to stick with them through throughout um, their day. So if, if you had to leave something with our listeners, what is something that you would like to leave? I'd say be yourself. Go do what makes you happy. If it's being on the water, go out in the water. If it's your job, work your job 60 hours, 70 hours a week. If it's being with family, spend it with family. If it's, you know, swiping on Tinder, then swipe on Tinder. Whatever it is, <laughs> do what makes you happy. Be you. Um, because we only get one chance at this. And, and uh, I think that that's important to acknowledge that you have to do it your way. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And tune in to next time for our conversations. Have a wonderful exactly. evening. Thank you.